welcome to episode three of A Brew with Chris and Lou. Hi. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our episode three, which this theme is pride. Um, we are sat here with like the window open. We've had to turn the fan off because we're recording. It is absolutely roasting. Fanola the fan is off, as I aptly have just named her. <laughs> Fanola. Fanola the fan. Fanola the fan. Bless your love. You'll be turned on later on. Whoever. <laughs> 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 so, as it were, how's your week been, Lou? Um, busy week, like standard week in work. Nice busy hot week. It's, you know, the heat wave doesn't help, but you know, I'm not moaning. It's hot for a week of the year. Um. And and it sort of leads on to that conversation of pride. If next week, I guarantee it will absolutely chuck it down. But, you Probably. know, it's pride in Liverpool. What can you expect? If it's not raining, it's not pride in Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, standard week, got my Lawrence on at rehearsals. And now it's well, we're recording in, in, in a really hot room. So, yeah, in 20 minutes, we'll be cooling down with the fan. Oh, my God. Like, I understand how women must feel with the menopause now because I am sweating my little nips off. <laughs> so my week was a bit dramatic, wasn't it? Uh, everyone knows me to be dramatic anyway, but this was genuinely, gen, genuinely, oh my God, let me put my teeth so, back in. Sound it out. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely one of the scariest things I've ever been through in regards to my health. So Friday morning at 3.30 in the morning, wake up with pins and needles all down my right-hand side of my face, down my arm, down my leg. And that happened for about half an hour. I just thought after half an hour, I was like, it started dying off. I thought, I'm going to go back to sleep. So went back to sleep and then woke up, had a booming headache, body felt really heavy, was aching down my right-hand side and tingly feeling in my legs. So went to work as if everything was okay. And someone at work says, why haven't you called your doctors? It, it could be like a mini stroke. And I was like, kind of like batted it off. And then I was like, okay, that's a little bit serious and probably should call the doctors. So we called the doctors, RNHS. I love RNHS, but to get a doctor's appointment in my GP is ridiculous. And then I called 111. 111 said to me, you need to go to A&E. We'll book you into A&E. Blah, blah, blah. So got to the Royal in Liverpool, which I absolutely hate. I know how pressed our NHS is. However, there is something to be said when someone is so rude to you at the counter that you actually have to walk out because you can't deal with it. The woman on the reception turned around to me and said, you've just got a migraine. It'll be four hours. So I was raging because I was like, I know what, what a migraine is. I've had a migraine before. And I decided to walk out, called Lou. Lou basically... Well, I just took you to another walk-in <laughs> just to guarantee that you'd be seen too because it's one of the quietest walk-ins in the world. Don't tell everyone where it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. No just one's in case we... No one's travelling the world. We're all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, we're not drinking. A brew tonight we're actually drinking gin because it's so hot and i need to cool down so we'll rename this the gym with chris and lou 
it doesn't quite go, does it? No, not quite. <laughs> Let's just pretend it's a brew. This is a very strong brew, let me tell you that. It's a nice icy brew. <laughs> yeah. It, in fact, we're nearly running out of ice, so I'm considering throwing in a frozen sausage. <laughs> <laughs> a Richmond ice cube. Other, other brands are available, <laughs> then, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so went to the walking tonight, was seen by two different nurses, and they both agreed that I should go to hospital. Ended up going to Arrow Park. Arrow Park, basically, I was on a ward, admitted to a ward uh, where I was under observation. They, the doctor basically said that it could have been a TIA, which is a classed as a mini stroke. However, it wouldn't show on a scan and they weren't sure. But they gave me two options. They said you can either go to a stroke clinic in seven days time or you can go home, basically, like, uh, monitor yourself and then if something happens again like that to go straight to A&E and not to wait around like I did realistically I probably should have gone at the time but so yeah it was a bit dramatic and I felt absolutely awful like I slept 22 hours at the weekend because that's not including Sunday I can't remember how many hours I had on Sunday but it was horrendous uh, if it was, like like I said, they couldn't really nail on if it was a TIA or not, but if it was, it was absolutely dreadful and I never want to go through it again. Unfortunately, there's family links to strokes and to blood clots on the brain, so it's better to be safe than sorry and get checked. And I've learned that the hard way now. So, But I will say the difference between going to the Royal and going to Arrow Park where I was actually treated properly and felt like a human being was amazing i just think that i don't understand why they would be so rude uh, I, I get yeah, that but at the same time if you're a non-clinical member of staff you shouldn't really be telling people be telling people you've got a migraine and go and take a seat you know what i mean vending machines there yeah um but no <laughs> Let's talk about our episode. Yes, so the theme for this episode is Pride. Yay! As many people will know, and if you don't know, uh, Pride in Liverpool is the 30th of July this year, and I am quite excited to go, so it's next Saturday. Yeah, I'm really excited. I think after two years without physical event to go to or celebration i think it's going to be nice to finally see so many of our community so many supporters friends yeah in in the streets and and celebrating what what pride is and and sort of what we what we're happy to celebrate for and stuff like that so i think you know it'd be remiss of us to not look at some of the history of pride or um and, and, and things like that because it'd be nice to sort of look back reflect and also see how far we've come as a country as a nation as a world so tell me a little bit about the history of prize so way back when in 1969 the in june as well so that's why we've got pride month pride month is in june um, but it does span a fair few months because there's prides up and down the country and around the world that happen at different times um we, um, way back when in New York, there was a thing, a pub, a venue called the Stonewall Inn. Um, and that 
you know, was a very popular LGBT plus venue um, and like a safe space, um, almost a bit like a speakeasy way back in the Prohibition. This was like the equivalent um, in 69. Um, and the police ra- raided the inn, um, raided the Stonewall Inn, and it was in the middle of Greenwich Village, which now is very popular as an LGBT plus scene. It's a place that's been sort of like reclaimed as, as an LGBT safe space, LGBT, LGBT plus safe space. Um, and that raid initially in, in 1969 sparked riots across the the patrons like the people accessing the venue the neighborhood residents and people were literally hauled out the venue regularly if they were identified as being lgbt plus um and it led to six days of clashes um with law enforcement um and you know, with the community with sort of people that disagreed with lgbt plus values um and and that went on for a long time and it was probably one of the catalysts of of, of sparking the sort of lgbt plus rights movement at the at, like around the world um i think way back when it was called gay rights but now since we've progressed and evolved um it's always about lgbt plus rights or yeah. you know equality for for all and, and everyone's included but those 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 sort of that time when you know in 69 people were getting sent to the moon so so many amazing things were happening around the world but then things like this we were still fighting for and and sort of the community way back when we're still trying to find safe spaces yeah um so yeah that's the sort of that's a snapshot i mean that's not it because there's a lot that goes into the stonewall riots and if anyone's got time to sit and and read into the riots around the stonewall Inn, then that it's quite a powerful piece of history but now from that sparked marches protests celebrations all across the world and now we have them yearly um so what we're more looking forward to as well is is pride in liverpool next week because that's our our celebration of lgbt plus equality um and it's a it's a it's a march and and it's us as a community coming together and saying like we we want equality and we want to celebrate and what bothers me is that a lot of people say, "Well, you've got, you've got, you've got gay marriage now." Yeah, you've got gay marriage. So you've got Stanley Street. So <laughs> what else do you want? Well, actually, if you think about the history of LGBT plus people, we've had in in the UK in particular, we've had Article Twenty Eight. So that's under Ma- Maggie Fa- Thatcher. Oh my God, put my teeth in, Chris. Maggie Thatcher, and that was only, you know like recently then you've got the likes of uh being lgbt being declassified and that's what the the whole point of lgbt plus history month is mm-hmm. you know that was declassified in the 90s i think by uh, the who not the band is it by the who world the health who. organization <laughs> you know it's it that's happened in the last like 20 years and and you know i just think that okay, yes, we have equal marriage, but what about our trans and non-binary family who have to fight to live every single day and not be absolutely ripped apart by the media and... And the government at yeah, the minute. Yeah. And, like, you know, people that we, um, as, as like, sort of citizens, we, we encourage these other citizens to represent us in a building in the middle of London 
and you know some of these MPs and I'm not going to name them because I just can't I can't bring myself to and if if they become prime minister you know what I'm <laughs> I'm checking out so I'm going to a different country but um you know people they're, they're sort of taking trans people away from from the protections of, yeah. of things like conversion therapy which is that's got a big history as well but actually if we if we find exemptions for some parts of the community yeah or that if we find that the government are allowing for some exemptions then it's not a true ban it's not a true and, sort and, of, of reflection of, of keeping the community self safe because you know for me personally you can't have lgb without the t yeah you know it's it's four letters and 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 for different groups of sub of people and yes the the community's bigger than lgbt plus that's why we've got for me that's why we've got the plus because that's all encompassing yeah. enough for me we can't take parts of our community like the sub communities from our yeah. community and separate them and say no you can't have that protection or you can't have that safety but they can yeah um, for me it's it's all or nothing like we're protecting the whole community or not and actually at the moment people think that conversion therapy is now banned it's not it's, it's not. still ongoing until that legislation is put through that ban there is no ban uh, so at the moment there is still conversion therapy for all of the LGBTQ plus family so Lou why in particular with you in personally is pride important to you oh pride in in itself is that you know finding the ability to be proud for me is a big thing and i'm very proud of who i am what i do what i stand for and and my opinions and and you know pride's one of those little things that everyone sort of takes for granted that you know we're we're quite lucky in in the uk where we can live our life legally um apart from those few countries around the world where you, we, it's illegal to be lgbt plus i'm really proud that we've progressed so much but as a country and as a civilization but pride itself is you know loving who you are loving your community loving your peers and and celebrating who you are and those differences because if we were like i don't know is it sort north or south korea where you can only have one of eight haircuts you can only wear one of eight outfits and you know is that real that's a real thing yeah so oh i God. think it's north or south i always get it mixed up um and you can only have one of eight you've got to conform to this way of presentation and i think for me everyone's individuality uniqueness their spirituality everything about them that makes up a person i find interesting i want to understand and know and be proud for them because they yeah. they're able to celebrate who they are um so for me pride's a very important thing and i'll, I'll always fight and challenge for equality in in any situation that's needed i think for me um, when I've marched in Pride, it's been a case of I actually have genuinely felt so proud to be myself, be part of the LGBTQ plus family, to be proud of my journey, proud of my peers, and uh, you know, it's. I also think Pride for me is a reflection. A reflection on me being in the position and having that the acceptance that I have and thinking about the people that have kind of that have fought for us to have the rights that we do in our country and I think I'm gonna put a really kind of weird spin on this now 
and say that sometimes I do feel like pride can be commercialised, not in necessarily in Liverpool. However, I do think when you look at the likes of Brighton, who have had uh, Kylie, was it? Yeah. You've got Manchester doing Ariana Grande. That isn't. That to me isn't the heart of the community spirit about pride. Like, it's that's making a money making scheme, whereas. Pride in Liverpool feels a little bit different to me in the sense that it does have that community feel. People want to stand together. And recently, I, I, I went to St Helens Pride, and it kind of, that for me as well, that was a smaller pride. But there was such a sense of community and... And belonging as well. And people stood there, like, at the side, in the street, clapping. Like, these were just people who probably didn't know that it was going to... Uh, gone out for the date like weekend shop and <laughs> stumbled across the <laughs> rainbow army yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know you say it like that it's quite funny <laughs> uh, but you know it's it's one of those like it, it's just such a community feel so lou uh as we've seen on facebook it's now been changed from Tyburn street because it used to be um, it's been on the pier head, then it's gone to Tyburn Street, uh, and now... So I think now, so Pride in Liverpool has got a big history of like where it's been across the city, um, well, in Liverpool anyway, so I think it's been all over the place and it's took its own little journey and, and you know, this year, 2022, is a bit of an exception with the fact that um, the the you know, the sites that were available. There's a lot going on outside Lime Street with the works. There's a lot going on on Tide Barn, Tide Barn, Tide Barn. However you say it, that street. So Tide Barn Street's going to have works on it, and yeah. it's going to be a not safe or viable site. So you know, the big thing that they've had to sort of face is, do we put on a festival somewhere else in the city or? Do we cancel or do we? How do we do this? So do we just have a march? Do we just have the festival site? Like, so it's yeah. it's hard, and a, a lot of the community as well. And and I've seen on social media, there's been a bit of unrest or a bit of you know, there's a bit of not everyone sits easy that it's on the pier head this year because it is the bigger festival site, um, and and that's the safest place that the event can go. Um, a lot of you know some of the community or small pockets of the community want it to be on Stanley Street in the Pride Quarter, and that's not always possible. Like the Pride yeah. Quarter, Stanley Street is one road that leads onto like a to Dale Street at the top that's of Dale Street. Basically, one of like end. what like, for me Dale Street is like one of the most important streets to get from one end of town oh, to the other. You just love your streets. Yes, it's all about the infrastructure, but that is a big part of the infrastructure, and if that were to short, then it'd, the city would grind to a halt. So yeah. Pride in Liverpool this year, 2022, is on the pier head. Who knows where it'll end up next year? Um, you know, that's for for them to decide, work out where's most viable, where's safest. And and for me, I'd rather have a safe event than a, a tiny... Like, for me, I'd rather go to a nice big event yeah. Than go to a, an event that's in a tiny footprint that is for me for, it's I, a little bit exclusive because you it's exclusive because it's a bar so you've got to be over eighteen to to even yeah. go into the venues and but I guess as well because it's such it's such a small space that the capacity yeah the capacity of people that drop massively yeah so it it does become exclusive then I guess yeah absolutely and I think for me it's it's about 
you know, there's places like on, on the festival site, so around, there's the Museum of Liverpool. There's so much going on as well. So there'll be so much going on in the city anyway with the yeah. march. The march goes on and around the city and, and, and sort of will end up at the festival site. But for me, it's celebrating that diversity in such a big, nice open space. Fingers crossed there'll be sun. If not, it's okay. Do we think it's going to rain? Well, um, I think... If there was an option on Beth Fred to put a tenner on it raining, I'd put a tenner on it raining. But that's just because if it's if it doesn't rain at Pride in Liverpool, apart from the summer of love, which was back in the two thousand tens, I went. <laughs> I went to one. Uh, this was when I was like eighteen, nineteen, and it was on the pier head. And my dad said to me, "Do not dye your hair red." Because I really wanted to dye my hair red. <laughs> so, I went to the hairdressers before I went to Pride. I went in as Chris Hubbard, some smoke tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be Sharon Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I went with Ronald McDonald hair. And ironically worked at McDonald's at the time. So I think the kids were probably getting a bit confused. Thinking, <laughs> who's this clown? <laughs> wow so yeah I, but I really love Pride I just always think it's a really fun day like c- community sense of feeling don't get me wrong quite like having a couple of bevies couple yeah. of gins someone say beverage you know yeah beverage beverage in the microwave oh wow <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to wear for Pride what am I going to wear? Oof, Not probably. Suit, please. No, probably some shorts and a t-shirt. Um, yeah, I think this year is all about coming together, so I'm not really fussed about what I'm wearing. Um, I think it just, I'm fingers, like, fingers crossed hoping for that sun. Um, so, because it's the first Pride since since pre-Panny Day, do you know what I mean? Miss Rona came in, shut that down. Diana Rona. Miss Diana Rona. high. <laughs> <laughs> So then, yeah, just shorts, t-shirts. That's all, folks. Um, so, yeah, I think that'll be it for me. It'll be a busy day, busy weekend. Yeah, I... Well, I'm going to bring the dog. I'm taking the dog. I did get the dog a little t-shirt that says Love is Love with a little rainbow heart on it from Sheen. 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 Uh, however... It was too small for the dog. I got a medium, but it was too small, which really upset me. <laughs> so, I mean, it was pound ninety-five or something like that. <laughs> so I couldn't really kick off. But, yeah, I'm going to bring the dog. Hopefully, if it's not too hot, if it's like this week, then no, because it'll be too warm for him. But after the march, I'm going home, getting changed. Get me glad drags on. Then I was thinking, get the train home. Then, little brain fart little there. Little brain fart. Yeah, so go home, get changed, get the dog, come back to town, have a couple of bevs, take the dog home, and then come back to town for a couple of bevies in the evening. Yeah. I can hear like a wasp or a fly. It's definitely a fly. Is it? But whilst you're stressing over what's going to sting you and what's not, um, <laughs> I'll talk about the history of Pride in Liverpool. So... It's not always been called a Pride in Liverpool. What's it, what was it called? 
Liverpool prize. Liverpool prize. I feel like I've had enough of this <laughs> lesson already and I'm well, in another gym. Well, you can wait. Yeah. So, up until 2010, Liverpool didn't have an official prize and it took lots of years of like, years of campaigning from about 2008 it took a turning point um, and the Liverpool LGBT network which I don't actually I'm not sure exists now no. um, but they you know formed that and, and established that a permanent pride should be in place um, and this was at a time when Liverpool was at the height of being capital of culture. Do you remember capital culture, oh 2008? Do you, do you remember Since 2020, we still talk about Liverpool being the capital of culture. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. Like, if you go carry on milking it, they will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2022, we'll co- oh, we're here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2028 um, will probably be uh, the anniversary of the capital of culture yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so staging a successful Pride was like a really big thing during the, the, the like nine years that it felt like we were the capital of culture. Um, and, you know, horrifically at the same time, there was a really high profile sort of case that went on around uh, a guy called Michael Corza. He went to a house party and was attacked uh, because he was gay. He was, you know, he was, it was really horrific. He was burnt with lighters. He had pictures took on his phone of him and, and was really like horrifically assaulted. And that led, unfortunately, to his death. Um, so Marie and Mike, they got involved. And, and now we, every year there's a, around the time of Pride in Liverpool. So Pride in Liverpool is always on the closest weekend to August the 2nd because that's yeah. the anniversary of Michael's death. Um, and there's always a vigil as well that's there for Michael to celebrate and, and reflect and sort of understand where Pride in Liverpool or Liverpool Pride has come from. So the first official Pride was held in 2010 in the Gay Quarter. Um, and that's, you know, it's not called the Gay Quarter anymore because it's uh-huh. called the Pride Quarter. Yes. Um, you know, one of the only streets in, like, only few streets in the country that's got little rainbows on the postcode signs. I think I remember Pride in 2011. Yeah. Uh, I think I remember Rowetta singing. Oh, Rowetta, darling. Remember? Yeah, absolutely. So that first year it was in the Pride Quarter and that what was what led to sort of understand that like, the footprint was too small for that site. So then we went to... Peerhead celebrated there um, and, and because of that you know some of the community as we're seeing now this year did plan a bit of a boycott of the event um, obviously it's still one of the biggest biggest free prides in the country because there's always a, around 50,000 people that attend so many businesses got involved um, and, and you know the festival itself has developed and changed so yeah. it's 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 reacted to community needs so initially started out it was pride in liverpool or liverpool pride and then the march and that was it now it's pride in liverpool um they're supporting so the lcr pride foundation is supporting st helen's pride pride at the seaside there's so many different events in all the boroughs and and it's not always a celebration it's not always a festival it's it's something that's suited to that community as well yeah so it's developed a lot. There's a lot going on. It's interesting to see how passionate you are talking about Pride. It's so natural. Oh, it's just almost like I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> to a degree. But, historically, the first Pride was on the 22nd of June, 1979, around then, in Liverpool. That's the first official, unofficial Pride. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. What... Uh, 
forgot what I was going to say then. Oh, what? I was thinking, what what year what year was your first pride that you went to? My first pride uh, was oh god, I think it was two thousand. It was two thousand and ten because I'm sure two thousand and ten was either the summer of love. No, it mustn't have been. I was that when they closed my like, first Victoria one was, Street and stuff? And- oh, my first one was Summer of Love, and I can't ever remember what year that was. I think it was 2011, was it on the pier, Ed? Something like that. So I think that was, was the year that I dyed um, my hair, Ed. Yeah, so I think so. I'm going to look back at the little table I've got there. So, oh, 2010 was Rainbow Circus. I remember that because there was clowns, there was rainbow clowns. Yeah. 2011 was Summer of Love, so that was people... like I remember seeing drag queens, like, I must have been yeah. about 16 years old. Or something, I don't know. No, you wouldn't. I would have been younger. I think I would have been 14. Well, t- 2011. 2010. Yeah, 2011. I was... I would have been... Uh, 17, 18. Yeah, I was about 14. Then I remember seeing like these big, tall, giant drag queens dressed as ice creams. Oh. I remember that. Um, I remember, like, Brenda LeBeau being a queen then. Uh I think I remember there was a one called Disney Dixon. Disney Dixon. Or something. Uh, and yeah, I just remember Boudoir, like around that time. Yeah, I remember that. Um, so Summer of Love was the year of Rowetta. Yes, so it was. See. Yeah. See. Um, then we did 2011 was Nautical But Nice, so there was lots of Sailor Men. That was good. Headliner was Marcus Collins, Two Shoes, Sarah Whitmore, Sam Clark, Liz McLaren. One of my favourite ones actually was uh, going to by by the World Museum. That was a really good pride. That was uh, that was yes. Atomic Kitten. I think headlined. Oh yeah, um, it was. Did Bewitch perform? I know Marcus Collins performed. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was about 2016. 2016. Oh, no. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know, but Atomic Kitten played. But we're going back through the past, so yeah. stick for... Who do we think is going to perform this year? If Heather Small does not come out to play like she does every other Pride, I will eat my own fist. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done today to make you feel proud? Oh, wow. That was beautiful. Absolutely uh, beautiful. Yeah, I reckon she's going to be there. She's Honestly, it's like they just roll her out with a big rainbow flag. <laughs> oh, I'm here for another year to make you feel proud. Oh, wow. Uh, who else do I think could... Who, if you, who was your favourite performers? So I've, I did love um, the year... I think... I enjoyed the year the cast of Wicked came to Glam Fairy Tales in 2014. See, I don't I enjoyed think, that. I, I don't think I went. And Katie B. Um, and I like that 2015 was everyone was just local. So it was all local drag queens, was artists, performers, entertainers. Was it, I remember um, 2018 wasn't too bad. 2016, I enjoyed Sonia. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh God, she's one that needs to get back in the box. And and twenty sixteen we had I'm dripping. Who did we have the Viv? Did we, we had the Viv, yeah. 
and a, a range, a variety of the X Factor stars. Oh, of course. Um, Sam, Sam What's-His-Face, was he there? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> or 2017, after, I remember that, because I was a massive Big Brother fan, um, and Austin Armacost was on stage. Uh-huh. Um, can't remember why, what he was doing, because I'm sure we can't really sing or dance. But he was on stage, and I loved Big Brother. Marcus Collins was on again, because you can't get rid of him. Um, oh, do you know what? An Atomic Kitten. Yes, yes. And then 2018 was Sophie Ellie. Sophie Ellie Big. Oh <laughs> she was insane. I was like, murder. And Courtney Act. Oh, yeah, Courtney was there. Yeah. <laughs> Talking as if she's Bezzies. Yeah. Are you girl? Are you Courtney? Did I mind? Did I mind? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. And the cast of Kinky Boots was on that. So How going back to our last week's episode, if you've not listened, it's up. So go and have a listen. Kinky Boots, we talked everything musicals last episode. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, and I think I do love Kinky Boots the musical. We had, um, yeah, that was that. And then Come As You Are, um, 2019. Was, so before yeah, Miss Rona, cool. Little Boots, Sarah Alto, The Vivian, Queen Z. Do um, you know what? Sarah Alto, another one that gets rolled out at every Pride. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, do you know what? Good She's for. not no Lorene, though, is she? No. <laughs> Good on her. But would I choose to listen to her wail every night? No. She's not Shania Twain. Oh. <laughs> so I think that I'm looking forward to Pride in the Bull. I know I'm marching and no DNS are also have got a March slot too. Yeah. So that'd be good for them. What would you, if we had to, before we round up and end the episode, what do we think, what, like... Unpopular opinions about Pride. So for me, like I hate it when people kind of like slate it because I just think if no one, if no, if Pride, if Liverpool, if LCR Pride Foundation, oh my God, I'll get there in the end. If LCR Pride Foundation didn't run it yeah. and have a celebration as it is of LGBT plus people, who else would do it? Well, there's uh, that, but also who would do it safely? Who yes. would do it legally? Who would do it? Yeah, yeah. You know, with a proper event management plan behind yeah. it, do you know what I mean? And there's always, like, your protesters at Derby Square. Um, I'll yeah. never forget it when I went to... I was walking in, in the march and see my two aunties who were gay stood by the protesters and I was like, what on earth are you doing? Um, <laughs> but it was hilarious. It did proper... It proper made me howl. Do you remember the year the march was happening? It went through Derby Square and there was obviously, you know everyone's got the right to so there was the religious protesters there you know yeah. saying what they were saying with the little speaker and microphone and then I think one year G-Bar just decided to all climb up and around the statue and just set off confetti cannons well I think that I, I didn't see that. that bit I remember that that was a interesting yeah. one to watch but then we carried on with our day and do you remember when the Pride March went the wrong way at some point as well probably yeah <laughs> yeah I'm <laughs> sure it did I think yeah uh, it split the wrong way. But I don't think, looking back now, knowing more about events that are, that I do now, I don't think they did go the wrong way. It was it's ta- the, you know there's more than one route in place. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So they're diverting round. Oh uh, yeah. yeah yeah absolutely. It's like a game of snake. <laughs> Get the thirty three ten rolls right now. <laughs> yeah. We're having a game of snake. <laughs> well, I think that rounds up episode three. To be fair. It does, yeah. My jeans ran out. Yeah, so is I'm absolutely sweating. I'm dripping. I'm dripping. (laughs) 
and I think it's time to go and aerate my little nipples. Yeah, absolutely. So, have a lovely week, folks. Hopefully yeah. you've enjoyed episode three, Pride, hearing about my drama. Oh, we, we forgot to mention that we went to the beach last weekend. Oh, well, we went to the beach and we celebrated with a bit of sand. The tide was out, so we couldn't swim. Heartbreaking, but, you know, yeah. sand, sun... And a, and a bottle of water, I think it was. Yeah. No sangria. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so enjoy the rest of your week. And hopefully you'll join us for episode four. Have a great weekend. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>